everyone. Welcome to our podcast, No Filter with Kobo. I'm Gabby, and this is an episode to celebrate International Women's Day that was on March 8th. According to the United Nations, it is a day when women are recognized for their achievements without regard to divisions, whether national, ethnic, linguistic, cultural, economical, or political. I'm proud to say that Kobo values and believes in the power of women, not just this month, but every day. I want to share a few numbers from Kobo globally that exemplify that. Currently, 48% of Kobo supervisors, 55% of our managers, and 68% of our executives are women. And I'm happy to say I'm part of those numbers. I began my career at Kobo seven years ago as a lab assistant, and I was given many opportunities to grow throughout these years. And currently I have a management position. And it's clear for me that my growth was related with my performance and not my gender. And to expand this discussion, we are receiving three amazing women that are part of those statistics as well, but are also examples for any women working at Kobo and the cosmetic market. First, Isabella Borges. She's the executive director of Kobo Brazil and has been with Kobo for over 13 years. Hi, Isabella. Hello, Gabi. It's very nice to be here today, especially talking about this important subject and representing all the amazing women we have at Kobo. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being here. Also with us, Shirley Hamlet, Quality Assurance and Quality Control Director. Hi, Shirley. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Gabi. Thank you so much for inviting me uh, on behalf of uh, Kobo Women. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being here as well. And last but not least, on her second participation in our podcast, Melda Lloyd-Payne, Managing Director of Kobo UK. Hi, Melda. Hi, Gabby. Great to be here. Thank you. Well, ladies, I want to start from the beginning. Uh, can you share when and how you started your career? Was it in the cosmetic industry? Uh, Isabella, you go first. Let's start with you. Well, I was always passionate about cosmetic industry since I was a child. As I lived in a very small city on the countryside of Brazil, to be honest, be a cosmetic science sounds like a silly dream and very far away from the reality. Making the story shorter, nowadays Brazil ranks the fourth position on the global cosmetic market. However, 20 years ago, the market share were mainly multinationals with imported products. So the cosmetic industry in Brazil was investing a lot in new technology, local production, and need professionals able to do the job that I always dream of. Then I decided to be a pharmacist to be specialized in cosmetology. I started my career 20 years ago at Contain Grama as an intern on R&D lab. I learned as much as I could, mainly about makeup products, attending many trainings and working hard on the lab to gain practice. Of course, I always count with good leaders and mentors that teach me a lot. I was invited to work at Cosmotech a few years ago, that is Kobo distributor. Thus, as you can imagine, this is how I met Kobo. Yeah, thank you, Isabella. It's a very nice story. Uh, Melzo, what about you? How was your start? 
Uh, we can say that I was born into the cosmetic industry. Um, my parents were our chemical engineers. Um, funnily enough, whilst my mother had most of her career in a very male-dominated construction industry, my father started his career at Henkel in Specialty Chemicals Division. He then started his own raw material distribution company, uh, active in cosmetics, household and pharma industries when I was eight. And I can remember as far back as when I was 12, taking an interest in the cosmetic industry and the raw material business. Well, what, my, what I observed my father to be doing. Um, he had mainly German suppliers. And as I was fluent in German by the time I was 15, he started involving me in the business. So I spent my summer holidays going into the office with him and writing faxes in German to our suppliers um trying well helping to uh helping him to make you know his point what he wanted to get across um and uh, i was also helping out in the lab which was my favorite part and um i even accompanied customer visits when our suppliers came to turkey uh to translate uh, so this is how I was exposed um, to various aspects of the cosmetic business formulation and uh, business development. Um, and I knew that I wanted to study chemistry and being cosmetics uh, already at that time. And this is exactly what I did. After earning my degree in London, I started my career in 2002 in the UK, working for a cosmetic raw material distributor in a very uh, in a business very similar to my father's. So that's how I got started. Yeah, that's very nice. Thank you, Melda. Uh, what about you, Shirley? Uh, was your the beginning of your career also in the cosmetic industry? No, uh, no, Gabby. Uh, my degree is in chemistry and biology. And therefore, I focused on the pharmaceutical industry after graduation. So I have been very fortunate uh, in my career to work at Shearing Plow Merck Pharmaceutical Company for a period of uh, 26 years doing exactly what I loved. And as you know, pharma companies manufacture drugs that make people well on the inside, and they're very closely aligned with uh, the cosmetics industry. Okay. Uh, now, to kind of complement my first uh, question to all of you, uh, how did you end up uh, at Kobo, and which were the steps that led you to the job position that we currently uh, have right now? Uh, Isabella, you want to start? Okay, Gabby, I can go first. I already tell you how I met Kobo, but so many things happened after that. I joined Kobo in 2009 as a sales manager located in Brazil. My challenge was growing Kobo business in Brazil, developing new opportunities in our customers. You know, Gabi, the market here in Brazil is huge. On that time, it was part of the future plans of Kobo, a manufacturing site to serve in Latin American region. But of course, we had to start from the beginning and step by step. After working some years only by myself in Brazil, I realized it was time to grow and it was really important to have an application lab here to customize formulations for our customers and deliver more than our products, but deliver service and knowledge to them. 
I always had support from the top manager of Kobo, and they always rely on me based on my performance and the way I manage things. Never had any restriction related with my gender. In 2013, we opened our application lab as our first, first step. In 2014, we incorporate Kobo in Brazil and start with importations to attend some customer directly. You know, you were part of that. And however, as the importation tax in Brazil is too high, the only way that we could really support our customers were with local production to improve service and lead time. Therefore, in 2019, we opened the factory at Itupeva. Uh, this was a long journey with thousands of challenges and a great and strong team with me that makes this happen. Now I manage the cooperation in Brazil. Of course, it's not possible to be in the lab anymore. That's part of the fun. Uh, it's the fun part of the whole history, but I had to learn about importation, a little bit of engineer, a lot of finance, leadership, and many other subjects. In summary, Kobo empowered me as a woman, giving me many challenges that makes me think of, out of the box to solve them. Of course, this includes a lot of studs, development of new skills and hiring right people and engage them to do the same. Yeah, Isabel, thank you for sharing that. And I'm happy to say that I saw a little bit of your development uh, at Kobo and how important you are and were for the growth of Kobo uh, in Brazil. So it's very nice to uh, experience that as well. Uh, what about you, Shirley? You mentioned that uh, you worked in a pharmaceutical company. So after that, how did you arrive uh, at Kobo and what's your uh, job position right now? So Gabby, uh, after leaving uh, Sharing Plow, uh, I found that my interests changed. You know, uh, 26 years in pharma, now I want to do something different. So uh, I found that my interests changed to food or vitamins and the cosmetics industry, uh, which are very closely aligned with pharma, with my experience in pharma. So for most of my career, I have worked in production and quality control management. Uh, five years ago, I applied for a position as manager of quality assurance uh, here at Kobo. Um, quality assurance is responsible for overseeing the quality control labs and production and uh, to work as a liaison between other major departments, such as planning, accounting, and customer service. Um, and I learned early on in my career that, you know, leadership is my strong suit. And so um, that's how I ended up at uh, Kobo. Okay, thank you. Uh, what about you, Melda? Uh, how did you end up at Kobo? Um, I first met Kobo in my second job, working for a different cosmetic raw material distributor company in 2005, and Kobo was our supplier. Uh, I was running the application lab and also supported our salespeople in technical discussions with customers uh, in that job. I spent three years and um, in 2008, as per my life plan, moved back to Turkey to join and eventually take over the company started by my father. 
I brought several new suppliers to the company, mainly for makeup ingredients, and Kobo was one of those suppliers. In the following eight years, we've developed lots of formulations and lots of business for Kobo's ingredients. In the meantime, I also became a mother of two boys born in quick succession. And by the time they came to school age, my British husband and I had to make a choice about where we would live and school our children. And due to various reasons, we've decided for the UK, which meant that we um, took the decision to sell the family company. And we did so in 2015. Um, we sold it to a multinational. And then in the following three years, I was commuting first to Istanbul on a weekly basis and then to Paris as I was moved to head the cosmetic business in France and Benelux. Working for a big multinational gave me a different perspective and uh, was a great addition to my experience overall. However, as it is often the case, as you go up in the hierarchy, I found that I was spending more and more time on management and less and less time on the bits of the work that I really enjoyed. So when Kobo approached me with a proposal that meant that I would head up the European App Lab and be responsible for business development in my region, I was really excited. That was more than three years ago now. Time is flying. Our team is growing. And despite many challenges uh, right now, there are, uh, or over the last two years, there are also really exciting developments on the horizon. Yeah, we're very excited uh, to have you here uh, in our lab uh, as well, and working also on our formulation. Thank you, Melda. Uh, well, Melda, I want to continue with you for the next uh, question, because uh, you mentioned a few challenges in your career, and being a working uh, woman is definitely not easy. What would you say would be the, the biggest uh, challenge that you had to overcome? Um, I would say the hardest part in my working life was when my um, second child came really quickly after the first one. Um, it wasn't exactly planned and I was pregnant six months after giving birth to my first child. Uh, and then with two babies under two and having returned to work in two weeks after giving in, in 10 weeks after giving birth. Um, and also having my husband commuting to England. So he was there two weeks, uh, not there two weeks. Um, so that, that was, a, that was a difficult time, but of course needs must. And when it is your own company, uh, you cannot really turn off. Um, but we got through it. Um, things got easier when both boys started preschool at the age of two and a half years. And, and uh, but I will not lie, it was tough. I constantly felt guilty about either not being at home or not being at work. I loved my babies, but I also loved my job. I have always derived enormous pleasure and satisfaction from my job and, and the growth of our business. And it's, it's a very important part of my existence that I can't imagine being without. So finding the balance between home and work life was a journey of discovery for me. Um, on the other hand, I was lucky enough to come from a line of working women. My grandmother, born in 1923, was a French teacher. I mean, not many women worked at the time in Turkey. And my mother also always worked full time until she retired at the age of 65. Um, so from a family point of view, I did not really overcome, I did not really have to overcome any challenges in sort of expectations of me and whether I you know, could work or not work or 
so I did not really have any challenges from that point of view. And the other thing is also, um, I mean, of course, cosmetic industry is um, an industry where uh, lots of women work and uh, lots of women find opportunities to work. And um, although actually looking back, the bosses were always men, but uh, I did not yeah. personally find myself impeded in any way uh, due to my um, my gender, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, definitely that balance between uh, family life and work is one of the challenges that women uh, usually face. Thank you, Amelza. Uh, Isabella, what should you say would be your biggest uh, challenge during your career? Should I really need to choose one? <laughs> okay. I have no doubt one of my main challenges came in 2017 when we decided to really open the factory in Brazil. I was terrified. I had no idea of how I should start. I didn't have any engineer background. And most of the people I knew that managed a similar projects were men, not women. So I had to fight with myself fears. I didn't want to fail as I was sure the top manager of Kobo were giving me such a huge opportunity and responsibility as well. I decided to change my mindset. Finally, I understood that even I don't know all the details and control all all of them, Kobo West knew how to do it. And we also could hire very capable people in Brazil. Now I can say I'm very proud of Cobo Brazil team and our great achievement. Of course, we are still on the challenge mode, if I can say. Past years were the worst ones due to COVID. I passed many days and nights worried about the global situation, having to take the right decision to protect our employees, their families, and still keep the company in a good financial situation. And all of this came up during the initial bets of Cobo Brazil. Was not that easy. And complementary what Melda said, uh, keeping the balance between our career and our family is always a challenge. We always have this guilty feeling. Cobo is a great company to work that allow us to be successful in both sides. The most important is the balance. We need to have a backup at home and delegate things at work, be very focused and take care of essential things. At the same time, I try to do my best at Kobo. I also want to be the best mom to my daughter. So I try to teach her the importance of being a work woman to empower her for the future. Yeah, that's that's very nice. Thank you for saying that. And I'm sure the future uh, generations uh, like your daughter uh, will have hopefully uh, an easier path uh, as a working uh, woman. And what about you, Shirley? What would you say was your biggest uh, challenge so far? Okay, I I can relate to um, what Isabella stated and also what Imelda brought to the table. Uh, I started working many, many years ago when women were expected to get married and stay at home to manage a family. Now, 
Along came Gloria Steinem, uh, who advocated for women and informed us that women could have it all. It was very powerful to hear that women could marry and raise a family and have a career. And Gloria Steinem fought for women's equality in business. And most of our audience would not be uh, would not know who Gloria Steinem is, but, you know, after the podcast, maybe they can, you know, Google her. But in the real world of business, we had to be very serious about our careers because the authorities would not believe that we would stick around, that we would stay in the workforce. Uh, one of my mentors informed me early on in my career that I should use my first initial and my last name to identify myself because, you know, we were working with international companies and so forth. So if I were interested in being um, serious about my career and being invited into the boardroom, uh, I should use my first initial and last name. And to this day, I still use my first initial and last name on all documentation, including email. Um, I, I wanted to be taken seriously, and I wanted to be accepted into the boardroom uh, to solve problems and to help influence decision making. Now, along the way, um, since Gloria Steinem told me I could have it all, uh, I did marry and I had two children. Um, somehow, you know, between me and my husband, uh, we worked on, you know, this balancing act. In fact, my husband worked nights and I worked days and together we took care of the children. Um, so today, you know, I have two adult children. Uh, my son is a lawyer and my daughter is a nurse uh, living in Australia. So uh, we've, you know, come full circle, but all of us uh, advocate for our kids to have careers and for ourselves to be successful, you know, in business. Well, Shirley, thank you for sharing that. That's very uh, powerful to say, you know, that you had to at some point, uh, you know, just say your last name instead of uh, your name so people could, mm -hmm. you know, like that. That's very uh, interesting and powerful. Thank you for sharing. Okay. And Shirley, one last question, and I'll start with you. Uh, most of our listeners, they are uh, women between 28 and 34 years old. So they are probably kind of growing their careers right now. What would be your advice for them on how to create a successful career? My advice for younger women today is to be intentional about your career to have good childcare services, to be dependable, and also to have a backup plan. Um, enjoy your work in the cosmetics industry with a passion because it is truly a privilege and an honor to be here at the forefront of innovative technology. Uh, Kobo is a very warm and welcoming company with a high percentage of women performing at an exceptional level. And it's very nice to be invited into the boardroom uh, to make your contribution uh, to COBO. Thank you.
Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Shirley. Uh, Isabella, what about you? What's, what would be your uh, advice? Okay. My advice will be no pain, no gain. Everybody knows. <laughs> you have to work hard, study a lot, and be adaptable as much as you can. Women are, in this sense, very multitasking. Take advantage of these to accept new tasks, but having sure you are probably not going to be promoted in the newer future, but this will help you own the future to be in a managing position. Always remember the balance. It's nice to have other tasks, but do the essential ones or more important ones first. We never know the opportunities you will face in the future, so keep the open mind. Work with passion, be kind and polite, so other people will always support you even when they don't have time. This is the only way we can do great things. And keep a strong personality, be always ethic in your decisions. That's, that's good advice as well. Uh, Melda, lastly, what should be your uh, advice? First of all, um... I mean, my, my, my advice is kind of more generally uh, to women between, you know, 28 and 34 years rather than specifically the, 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 the people at Kobo. Um, I would say, first of all, choose a subject that genuinely interests you. There is nothing worse than spending most of your waking hours on something that doesn't excite you. Life is far too short for that. And then, as Isabella said, work hard, be curious and make the most of all learning opportunities. Um, put your heart and soul into it and you can't fail. And don't compare yourself to others. Um, be yourself and, you know, everybody has different strengths. You uh, have to discover what yours are and, uh, and, uh, and try to put them to, to best use. Um, you know, set your own targets and 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 work to achieve them. I think uh, that's uh, that's that would be my advice. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's great. Uh, well, ladies, we reached the end of this episode. I really want to thank uh, Malda, Isabella, and Shirley uh, for being here and for sharing uh, so much uh, inspirational uh, stories with us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for listening to us. This podcast has been created by the content team at Kobo Products, Inc., a raw material cosmetic manufacturer and distributor specializing in treated pigments and dispersions. Be sure to follow us on Spotify or the platform of your choice so you don't miss any new episodes. Take care and see you next time. <laughs>